You're very welcome to another edition of the Race Hour podcast brought to you with our friends at BetBright. Tonight, today, say joining me in the studio, Dean Ryan, I've got Demon Nolan. Demon, how are you? Hi, Dean. Good to how have are you. you. Good to have you in again. And, uh, well, we did promise, I think, at the start of our new series of podcasts that Chris will be back, and he is. Chris, how are you? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. Good to have you back. Now, let's catch up with some of the racing from last weekend. I think we'll start with one that ran in the colours of Rich Richie, seeing he was on the podcast last week, and that was Min. Um, he's back. Don't know what it told us, but he's back, Chris. Yeah, good to have him back as well. Um, I know I was on here last year, giving, bigging him up um, for some of the bigger races in Cheltenham. I know we didn't really get it the way we wanted, but I actually thought he put it up to Altior. Uh, I was always fairly impressed with Min, but uh, there's not much to go on on the, on the reappearance there. He's kind of beaten two nothing horses. Well, sorry, not two nothing horses, but nothing compared to the level that he's at. Shite um, is the word you're looking for, Chris. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to use that word. But, <laughs> um, yeah, no, look, he looked full perfect, jumped very well there's not much else we can look into we need to see him in a better race yeah I agree completely with that Uh, we haven't seen him properly really step up to to the highest mark yet and hopefully Dean he steps up in something like the Ryanair this year etc and uh, we can see if Min really is the real deal yeah, Ryanair might be the right race for him. Obviously, it depends what Duvan does. Hopefully, Duvan comes back and solidifies where he's going to go. Then we'll know where Min's going to go. But it's good to have Min back. Uh, we had the Betfair Chase one in an absolute cakewalk, probably by the only horse that travelled on the ground. And when we were on the podcast last week, we were saying that perhaps it was Bristol Demise's opportunity to win a race of that nature in the style that he eventually did. Uh, he was impressive, but is he now a Gold Cup horse or is he just Bristol Demise who will do that to anybody who turns up a Haydock on an absolute bog? Um, yeah, no, it's the ground for me. So yeah, um, I don't think I don't think he's beaten much there, uh, guys. Um, look, Q card. We all, I think we all have a little soft spot for Q card. Um, he's had some terrible falls the last couple of runs, but look, I think he's just a couple of maybe a handful of races too far now. Um, he's the kind of horse I think they should give us break to now. I think he's paid for himself. He's been, done more than that. Seriously, good horse over the years. But Bristol, am I? I just think it was a bog around there. Um, I'd, I'd like any kind of way better ground. Size and John would have had a, would have had him there, I suppose. But um, unfortunately, we didn't get to see him. But yeah, look over better ground in King George. No, not having it. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd, there'd be two or three I'd have ahead of him at least in a King George. Just the ground for me. Though. I think that's fair. And like when you see, if you look, if you only watch Bristol the in the race, you're like, wow, what a performance. When you look at a horse yeah. in behind, they're punch drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just slap. They're hammered in. Uh, look. It might bite laps him, I think. Uh, I probably am guilty of underestimating. I took on the horse the weekend. Outlander threw in an absolute uh, horror show again, which he's prone to do. But cue card's kind of finished. Uh, Outlander's probably not of that ilk. So Bristol Lamai, he's six. He's still improving, but I just can't see him stepping up the into to a standard that he got his perfect track, perfect conditions. And I think the likes of might bite, um, even the discos, of this world I think will prove to be better long term Dean don't mention the D word on this podcast uh, don't mention the D word (laughs) we'll have Chris all over it Um, let's move on to uh, Top Notch who I thought was rather good it's a nice boost as well for all those big York Hill apologists out there so uh, congratulations to them nice bit of a form boost yeah the form's turning out okay Dean isn't it it doesn't look too bad yeah look uh, Nico de Boinville summed it up very very well after the race when he just called the horse an absolute legend and he is um, he's delivered for the Muneer colours who actually had a really good weekend <laughs> the Muneers did they, they, they won all around them but he's it's hard to see Dean whether he's of of the class to win a Ryanair if you have, have the likes of one to so I'd even rank Min above him but 
he's still a very classy horse he's picking up more than valuable races I think the Ryanair trip of uh, 2 mile 4 and 5 just suits him so well and he's another horse Dean that he could it wouldn't be the biggest shock in the world were he to turn up and win at the Shetland Festival this year would it? I don't know probably not I mean he's a very nice horse Um, Chris unless you want to talk about top notch I thought one of the biggest stories of the weekend was what happened to Deffy Desoy yeah, he was he was fairly fairly well hammered by little Rockefeller, all right, um, but uh, yeah, just didn't just didn't want it, didn't go didn't go yard. Um, thought it was looked looked a decent enough race as well on paper beforehand, but um, I, he's had to sting in a few odds on or odds against or odds on uh, punters. But um, yeah, little uh, little Rockefeller was fairly impressive. Um, but yeah, I don't know whether there's too much to say about that. Uh, Lammy Serge still going as well, ran a good race in second. But um, yeah, they they're good yardsticks, aren't they? But Deffy yeah. Desoy from last year that wasn't Deffy Desoy that we saw at the weekend no he like, I see people on Twitter saying he's the new Peace and Co <laughs> it's very early to be saying that he, he's had that's one very, bad run in his that's whole career very harsh. that's very harsh yeah you know he, he's had one bad career in his whole like he won't be the first horse to have a difficult five year old season you know like that's he's he could well have a difficult season this year that does not mean at all that he's not going to be a superstar of a horse but again we can't run away with uh triumph hurdle form there's been very few triumph hurdle winners that have actually turned out to be top class horses and Deffy Desai has it all to prove now but dear god I wouldn't be I wouldn't be writing him off whatsoever Dean no I don't think you can write him off but he's got to he's got to show something if he's a Has champion to be said, little Rockefeller did deserve that Dean didn't he love little Rockefeller he's tough as a nut but he shouldn't be winning that if Deffy is Deffy and Deffy wasn't so congratulations to Connections though they deserve a win that comes their way with that horse who's made of iron um, probably one of the sexiest horses in training at the minute and on the tip of many people's tongues for the big spring festivals is Sam Crow Chris you see this horse it looks like a machine yeah it looks an absolute serious machine um, not much needed by Jack Kennedy on board or anybody else that's going to ride him he's going to do he's going to do everything for you it looks like an absolute machine Um it's just a question and I'd like to know where they go with him now um, I don't know what Elliot has for the Supreme or anything like that Albert Bartlett maybe but um, I don't know where he goes but Neptune would look Neptune you'd imagine maybe the obvious Neptune, one yeah. it looks the obvious one just because it's that intermediate trip but I mean if he was in a Supreme he'd scare plenty of them off not that they've got anywhere else to go but he would scare he them would off do, yeah. I think Gordon should just keep it as close to his chest and just keep everyone wondering for a while he's a horse Dean, that looks play like play Willie Mullins bingo you mean yeah 100% we can play Gordon Elliott bingo now as well but the it was a very exciting performance I thought even Rich summed it up quite well Rich Ritchie on uh, and at the races last time when he said it reminded him of Vator in his formative years I mean that's that is some statement but I can see what he means it's, it's just effortless it's just class it's just everything about Sam Crow screams out a horse that's going to the very top of our game um, he could end up in the Neptune I mean Gordon has the likes of Mengli Khan uh, there's no doubt that there's a few more novice hurdlers there I just think that trip would bring out the absolute best in him as well as that um, he could potentially then next year fall into the likes of a JLT and then going forward he'd, he'd end up winning a gold cup he's just a, a proper horse Gigginson will have bought him for those staying trips as well and Dean the sky is the absolute limit I said the Finian's Oscar wins whatever novice chase he goes for and I think Sam Crow wins whatever he goes for as well Dean yeah we don't get many horses in a season where you see them they put in a performance like that you like everything about them you just think wins gonna win anything yeah whatever they want to go for stays fit stays healthy yeah. um, you've got a superstar like I felt a little bit the same way about seeing Forheen back the other week is that that's what a good one looks like that's how they 
that's yeah. when you, you see them hit the track they just dominate they're just too too good so it's great to have Sam Crow around I thought it was fantastic um, anyone else want to pick anything else from you know the last week or so's racing that maybe we haven't talked about anything that caught your eye uh, no it's been we should uh, mention the Troy town yeah uh, Gordon Elliott making it four in a row yeah Mala Beach was very impressive Acapella Borgois came down so you just can't can't criticise that performance he looked as fresh as hell and I thought Paul Town and uh, obviously under instructions they should have just let him lead him ball off in front because he was fighting for his head but there'll be plenty more in that horse thing but Mala Beach was very impressive I thought it was odd they didn't front run yeah yeah his biggest win last year obviously came from the front when he when he stole his yards from the rest of them but I know they weren't going to let him do it this time he was given about 100 yards that day I think there's a good race in that horse um, but Dermot's point he looked seriously fresh before and during and obviously just made the blunder but um, there, there's a decent race in that horse he'll probably be held off that mark now for that race at Gore and that Willie generally targeted with like on his own what's the name of that race again the Thyestes yeah he'll probably be, he'll probably end up being targeted for something like that I'd imagine yeah, that would make sense. That would make sense. And he, he tends to run kind of under the radar Gold Cup horses in that race. So if that's what Acapella Bourgeois might be, that's likely where he'll go. So we'll get to see him again. Um, we are, of course, on the Race Hour podcast brought to you by our friends at Bet Bright. After this break, we're going to talk about an absolute mass of weekend racing. Of course, we were at action at Newbury, including the Old Hennessy, which is now the Labbrooks, of course, and then a big, big meeting, the Winter Festival at Fairy House. So I'll get the guys here to give us a few selections for that when we come back. Isn't it time you got your hands on the award-winning BetFinder app from BetBright? It's not like any other sports app you've ever experienced. Unlike your mates, BetFinder actually does know it all. Runners, riders, results and forms with key trends all at your fingertips. BetFinder puts the power in your hands to make informed choices and it's ready to go. Get stuck in with BetFinder from BetBright. BetFinder by BetBright bringing power to your fingertips. Download the app through the App Store and Google Play now. And welcome back to the Race Hour podcast brought to you with our friends at BetBright. Still in the studio with me, Dermot Nolan and Chris Reed, And uh, we're going to talk about some of the weekend racing. Now, there's only really one place we can start, of course, with the weekend racing. And that's the Labrooks Trophy, formerly the Hennessy. Uh, first time with new sponsors. And at the top of that market, we were talking about a few Willie Mullins horses just before the break. Uh, the likes of Total Recall. Can it reproduce what it did on debut for Willie Mullins, which was improved out of all recognition and slam a subsequent winner in Alpha de Zobo. Uh, that one, an American sit at the top of the market. If it was just a match bet, Dermo, which way would you go? Dean, I'd kind of, I'd kind of go against them both. I mean, you have the likes of of Total Recall and American. They're both real mud lovers, and when you look at at the ground the way it is, it's going to be good to soft on Saturday unless an unexpected rain deluge comes. So. It's hard to fancy both of them. I can see why Total Recall is favourite. Um, he's beaten Alfred Zobo. I know he went up 18 pounds, but Alfred Zobo came out and won a Grade Two afterwards by five and a half lengths. That is his proper form, and he beat him all ends up that day. Then he could have went around twice more. You have to uh, say he would have kept beating him. You have to say that Alfred Zobo is a graded horse. No, maybe not Grade One, but he's a graded horse. So yeah. he slammed him to pieces off a very light mark. Now he's gone up. Probably not enough. Probably not enough, and that's what Willie Mullen said during the week as well that it's kind of it's hard to know really where he is because um, it's just he improved so much that day I mean that could have been a £40 performance you know like we just don't know um, it's £18 though it is the Hennessy or 
it has a new name, but I just I refuse to acknowledge it, Dean. And um, I just think he's a proper proper horse. But at the odds, there there's horses that I am happy to take him on with, Dean. Okay. Well, before we come to which ones you are happy to take him on with, Chris, is is Total Recall a handicap lot still? Do you think he might be? Um, probably past that now at this stage. Um, after the last win, but um, there's a couple of like I've been. I had a, a decent look at the race as well, and I think Dermot's points about the ground is, is fair as well. But um, there's a couple of good ones in there as well at prices like Whisper and a Genie and a Bottle's a good horse as well. Uh, Noel Mead sending that one over. Um, we could see Coney Gray back as well after a bad performance the last time. But, well, there could be. He could um, be another one in here that is potentially. Yeah. Well in, he's got to carry top weight, but he's won a gold cup. Again, no, wouldn't good to soft ground. Wouldn't be his ideal either, would it? No, he'd want it a bit heavier. I'm guessing. I don't know if his legs are made of glass too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, I don't think it'll stop him, but he's got no. to put in. He's got to put in a Denman-esque performance. Yeah. He has to put in a Denman performance, and like he did that that day in the gold cup, and arguably hasn't come back from that. So it's yeah. I I I'd fancy Denman or Cunningham. I'd fancy Denman in this race, of course, as well. <laughs> but I'd fancy Cunningham if the ground was heavy and it's not too. Chris, I, I kind of cut you off. Which no, horses did you like in the race? Uh, just at the weights, I, I like the genie in a bottle uh, for Noel Mead. I think Sean Flanagan's getting the ride over there. He's done so well on Disco now. They're, they're starting to give him a, a good few rides around the place. I think he's a good jockey. He's kind of been under the radar for a good while, but not this year. He's, he's out. He's good. Uh, he's a good, solid jockey. He rode, rode well and down Royal uh, the last time I, I had a proper look at um I had a proper look at him, but yeah, look, it looks a good race. Um, I'm not. It won't be a bet for me unless there's an extra place or something like that. But um, it's one to have a pick at the prices if you want. But I wouldn't be back in. I wouldn't be back in total recall at at, at five to one or eleven to two. But obviously, if you fancy, you will. But it's uh, good race. American good horse as well. Single farm payment. Good horses. Uh, should be a nice race. Yeah, should be. A genie in the bottle, I kind of feel like you're leaning there. Dermo, if you had to, you know, you sound like you want to go against the top of the market. Where are you going? Yeah, I do. Uh, I think a genie in the bottle might run into the same issue as the other two. Now, he proved behind Disco that day and third in Punchestown that he can handle good ground, but I'm just not sure it's his optimum. Uh, Good ground could potentially be an issue there for him as well. It's not good ground, it's good to soft, to be fair. But, Dean... I think Whisper is very, very well here. I mean, 157, it's a high rating, but for what he did last season, um, he should have been beaten by about 20-something lengths by my bite at Cheltenham, so I'm not considering that run. But he was beaten just over two lengths at Aintree, Dean, when he kind of, when Davy had him closer to my bite. Uh, I thought they, I think Davy Russell, in a big handicap chase like this, will be absolutely invaluable. He'll be hunted around and he'll come late. And 157, this is a horse I think that really can improve from this. I mean, he's a grade one winner of the, the Aintree Hurdle. Um, he did an awful lot right over fences last year. He jumped around brilliantly at Cheltenham. He still would have been a very good second in the RSA. And 8-1, to 9-1 to one is a really good price. And I'm, th- I'm delighted that Total Recall and American are making the markets, Dean, because the ground is, won't be bad enough for them and I think a horse like Whisper can just outclass the rest of them okay I think Whisper is, is certainly right near the top of the market on for a very good reason I like the horse um, you know the might bike run as you described really showed him probably in a better light than perhaps he deserved on that day but he's a very talented horse you all know the horse that I'm going to talk about in here um, oh no you're not doing it again to yourself yeah just going to talk about it <laughs> You know, you're allowed to talk about it yeah just not tip it I, I, well I kind of feel like I have to tip it mm-hmm. um, 
yes. well over that cliff by now, didn't you? Well, yeah, I've fallen off this same cliff a few times. But it's interesting to me that they're still aiming very high with Southfield Royale. Um, perhaps incorrectly, but if you don't buy a ticket, you can't win the race. So Brendan Powell now takes over on Southfield Royale off 10 stone. The Southfield Royale of, I'm going to guess, about eight runs ago wins that wins this race by 20 lengths but uh, the South Rio Royale of the last eight runs it's probably have you not got stoned one too many times here no I have I, I can have. see the point though Dean I mean the, the oh, run yeah. in the four miler and similar grounds was a huge run behind Manila Rocco which is arguably still one of the best four milers we've had He's uh, he's got fantastic form but yep. you have to you have to start you know getting the binoculars out now to see it <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just happy that they're still going so if they're still going yeah, I'm still going. going. I'm not convinced this is the best Hennessy or Labrick no, as you'll ever see. And even with Coney Gray in it, who perhaps maybe is just you know still feeling that Gold Cup as much as he's had injuries and everything since. So if Total Recall doesn't win this in a canter, which I think he possibly could, American I felt has been a bit minded, and this would be a very well, this would be a to be a growing up day I think for American so he's got to be very very good to win um, Pleasant Company I thought might be a bit of value for a place but Southfield Royale uh, in a race where I can't steam into the top I'm going to have to back it again get yourself a nice little extra place there somewhere the week yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah look you if, should just give it to charity Dean look, oh, look. it's a good time of the year as well yeah if, yeah you should if, just give it to yeah they've been to the hall or something they, it's it? fair yeah and I know if Noel Hayes was here he'd just send me some kind of link to some charitable organisation <laughs> <laughs> and send me on my way but he's not here so um, Southfield Royale at a very big price uh, to run a big race in the Labrooks Trophy and I'll probably know my fate about halfway I'm either going to be thinking I've won or I've lost so okay Whisper for Dermo uh, Genie in a Bottle slight fancy for Chris let's talk about the uh, Labrook Handicap Hurdle which is on the same card of course uh, Air Horse 1 is at the top of this market and uh, you all know that I love Old Guard and he's in there at 7th which is a nice price but um, Air Horse 1 Chris I know you're keen on this horse I know you like this horse let's put I, it that way yeah I, I, yeah, we, I think a couple of us in here like the horse um, he had a couple of really good runs last year um, pre-Cheltenham he went into Cheltenham ran an absolute blinder but absolutely lashed into the last um, lashed into the last hurdle and just that kind of ruined his chance and then kind of went on to run a stinker. Uh, back out this year um, was beaten two lengths by Elgin. Um, looked like he actually looked like they needed the run there as well. Um, I'm pretty worried about how high he is now up in up in the weights. Uh, but I think he's a kind of genuine horse and uh, yeah, it's, it's an each way bet for me at, at nine to two. And that looks a pretty safe one, in fairness. Dermo, yeah. what do you like in the race? Are you an I, Air Horse One man? I um, I'm quite. I the form of that run from Air for Air Horse One last time. I fancy um Highbridge on the same card, Dean actually. But the form of the race, you'd limited reserve in second who won at Haydock last weekend. Elgin won that race, went on to win the Greywoods. So Air Horse One brings seriously strong form into this race and has has to be respected. A mark of 145 could be stopping him. And West End Story runs here, Dean, of 124. He was fifth in a champion bumper. Uh, he definitely needed the last run. But last year, there, there's kind of bits of form there that, that suggests that he can easily get past this mark. I mean, he was third behind Willoughby Court. He had, had the likes of Lock, Lockdog Farmer in behind. Um, they, they aren't bad runs. He was always fancied. He's, he has run again in some decent races. And at 9-1, to one, Dean, off that mark, I think potentially he's getting a pile away from Air, Four, Air Horse 1. Mm. And he could just be the one to... to Stitch them all up. 
Yeah, he could be. A decent price as well. Looks a decent enough price. That's a very competitive heat. Um, I put Old Guard up on the very first return of the Race Hour podcast for the jump season as a horse to follow. Now, he's already repaid us. So, um, Yeah, Dean, he definitely has. and he Should be uh, right. I mean, there was some punt on him for the last day and he ended up going off, what, 7-1 to one from 25. So, Connection still thinks a bit of life in him. I think he could be a horse that performs really well in all these handicaps. Maybe doesn't nick one, and then it'll come good at the festival. Well, that's like the, kind the of main, what I hope. Yeah, one of the main reasons we like Air Horse One is obviously because of its name. Yeah, it's the it's, best name it's ever. Seriously, well named. It's horse. important. But uh, it's yep. one that always sticks out. Yeah, yeah. Let's stick with uh, Newbury. The intermediate hurdle sees a return of, uh, well, Charlie Parks is in there. Nicky Henderson could have a really really big grip on that champion hurdle if Faheen hadn't come back now Faheen's back he's got a load of pretenders to the crown Charlie Parks must be one of them uh, Divin Bear is entered there but I don't think it's going what do we like Demo? Uh Charlie Parks uh, yeah Divin Bear was in Divin Bear was entered by Paul Nichols uh, Dean but he doesn't actually qualify to run in it um, so you Charlie Parks Carry on. so you've uh You've Charlie Parks, a nine to two. Who, if he's as good as Nicky Henderson has been saying, is an absolutely whopping price. I'm have half the notion with this horse that I've probably cooked up in my own head that he's not as good as we think he is. Um, as I was saying earlier on, we fancy Air Horse One for the other race. Uh, Chris does. I'm keen to take him on, but the form of that last run, Highbridge was a length ahead of him in second place. Limited reserve. As I said, one Elgin won thereafter as well. It's it's proper proper form. He's always been highly thought of. Uh, the one issue I have with this horse, as I mentioned last year, is that young jockey Alex Ferguson, who I hope he does become a very good jockey. I just don't think he is at this juncture in time, um, and I hope he doesn't cost a horse. But he's every single chance in this race thing. Yeah, like um. I've not much to add to that. How do we look at it? But um, yeah, that's the only one that stands out on the form. But again, I'm not. I'm not going to tempt anybody towards towards anything in that. Um, it'll be it'll be a look for me. But there's a few more races over the weekend that we had a, a good look at. But yeah, look, we'll we'll see what we. It's going to be a very It's going to be a very informative contest. Charlie Parks for me <clears throat> is one of my best bets of the weekend. Okay. Yeah, no, again, as I said, if he is as good as Nicky Henderson thinks he is, That's Nicky it. Henderson doesn't get these That's things it. wrong, yeah. he's a whopping price. That's it. There is a handicap chase on the card. Thought to, oh, Carly would talk. Excuse me. You're a bag of germs. Yeah, I know. There is a handicap chase on the card as well, and I thought Tommy Silver was one of the more impressive uh, recruits to chase and we've seen so far this year. He tops the market there. Um, I'd be very keen on them as well. So, do we think the favourite might take down the handicap chase on that card too? Uh, yeah Dean he's a horse you've always had an awful lot of time for um, it's clear to see why he's talent um, in abundance the one I liked here was uh, Overtown Express at 6-1 to one. he's mixed it with the likes of Yanworth and Top uh, top Notch uh, I again am not mad about Tommy Silver uh, I'm kind he started well over fences no doubt about it but I do think he has limitations and um, Overtown Express could be a horse to pick up the pieces if he was a disappoint yeah, just one that I liked in there was uh, uh, Maracuda uh, for Paul Nichols. Um, again, as with most of the other races the weekend, they're just wide open affairs. So um, I'd, I'd much happily back something a ten to one rather than four or three to one in, in any of these races. They're kind of they're kind of wide open. But uh, Maracuda for me, um, yeah, Tommy Silver has looked good since uh, two runs back um, this year. But yeah, look. Um, 
nothing nothing sticking out massively but yeah a maracuda for me well okay there's two against mine there I really like Tommy Silver and Charlie Parks and they're decent bets on the card it's not like me to be favourites either so maybe this is the week that I might tip a winner on this podcast that would, <laughs> <laughs> we can only hope to that would be pretty ridiculous it's yeah. unlikely it's unlikely don't don't yeah. get ahead of yourselves okay um, Fairy House have a fantastic winter festival I'm looking forward to it. I will be there on Sunday uh, this cold permitting uh, if I'm allowed to go I will be there so I'm looking forward to that uh, I guess we should kick off with the Royal Bond because often a big um, marker for the spring festivals um, I wasn't that excited about the field but Dem I know you're excited about the field you think it's, you think it's a decent Royal Bond it is a very decent Royal Bond when you have Mengli Khan who I think is up there with the, <coughs> who's up there with being the most impressive novice hurdler thus far this season um, he really is then you've been behind him is Red Jack of of Noel Meads who who he's mad about you know he's made it very very clear that he absolutely adores this horse then you've Macterix who we don't really know anything about I mean he won at Listol on debut for Willie Mullins absolutely slammed a horse called Mockham Street but that horse was beaten by Daldito of um, of Mick Winters since that and the form isn't much but it didn't really matter that day you know he beat him by 12 lengths he could have beaten him by 50 if he wanted to but the horse Dean if he runs at 12 to 1 in this who I can't get over his price if he is in fact running his early doors. Uh, he's a horse that's only lost once in his career. He finished third that day in the um, in the Land Rover bumper uh, behind a horse that's absolutely broken my heart this year. But he you can say his name. <laughs> I don't want to do Vision uh, Day Flow. <laughs> Vision Day Flow. He's absolutely broken my heart this year. But this horse has done it all really really right so far I mean he won really well first time out this season and in second place or in third place that day was Spades or Trumps who came out yesterday and won under Barragherity a 10 to 1 beating Paloma Blue um, he really is overpriced at 12 to 1 he's a very strong horse and last time out in a 5 runner field Mary Devy was absolutely smashed off the field and um, an early doors beat him off the beat her out of the park so like he has the form at 12 to 1 he'll handle the ground he'll handle any ground at 12 to 1 is way too big Dean if he is in fact running if Ellie Dawes wins though you'll be back on the Vision Day Flow train that the form is boosted and it's a superstar it'll probably win the yeah, it'll be, Neptune the Supreme it. and, <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be pulling into that um, that that loser stations next to the uh, the Sophie Royale train. Dude. Yeah, well, the, look, look, my <laughs> my trains are my business. I'm just <laughs> just saying, you'll end up with one, uh, Chris, uh, in the Royal Bond. It's, it's the JP slash Jigginstown Royal Bond. It sure is. Uh, with a Mullins one thrown in the middle there. Um, yeah, look, uh, I, it's one to watch for me. Um, all young horses, we don't know what half of them are made of, and in every case, when I see a race like this, there's never one that I'd be happy enough to pile into. But um, some good-looking ones in there, as mentioned, Mengli Khan looks a good horse. Red Jack looks a good horse. Um, early doors again, yeah. But as I said, it's too wide open for me. Uh, one of them could be really good, or two of them might be really good. I just, I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, well, we're gonna find out. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think we're gonna find out, yeah. and that's fair. The one I, I, I thought. It could be really exciting was Red Jack so yeah. I'd like to see him come and smash them all up I thought that would be really yeah, good yeah no means having a good start to the year as yeah. well so it'd yeah, be I great it's, great for him to have a really good winner could be in this race like. could be Ooh. could be I really do like like whoever wins this will go very will go to the top of that market Vision to Flow is not in the race though Damo yeah, well, like, you know... But the Supreme winner could... Whoever be. wins this can finish second Division Vision Flow. Yeah, well, it's a good marker for the Supreme. There's no doubt about that. So maybe, Vision to Flow wins the Betfair hurdle next year, we'll... Um, I'll talk to you. We'll reconvene. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about the Hatton's Grace. Um, 
I'm surprised to see that Apple's Jade, if that's still the case, is not odds on for the Hatton's Grace. Yeah. Should be odds on now. Yes. Yeah, she goes for this definitely. Uh, doesn't go to Newcastle, as Gordon Elliott said. So she should be odds on. I mean, she gets weights from Nicholas Canyon, who's proven himself to be, you know, he is a top class horse. There's absolutely no doubt about it. He's been top class over three miles, especially of late. So the trip's not going to do him any harm at all. He'll probably run a really good race. But giving all that weight to Apple's Jade, I'd be ploughing into Apple's Jade at that price anyway, Dean. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Apple's Jade form is just seriously solid. Uh, beaten early beach who went on to win a flat race there I think as well uh, Vroom Vroom Mag yeah look the solid the, the form just stacks up for me and at second favourite 7-4 to four is definitely a bet for me I mean that now I know looks big looks very horse. big uh, it's, it's between the two of them for me anyway I think it's 8-1 to one bar but uh, Apple Jade looks a serious bet to me getting £7 off, the, off Nichols Canyon yeah, I I can only see it starting odds on. That's all I can see. I think it must start odds on. But yeah, you know. I don't know if it's seven to four because there's still a question on where it goes. But I'm doubting that. And um, what seven to four looks looks. A bit maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. And you know, maybe we should know more. But I think Apple's Jade will beat Nichols Canyon. The rest of the field there: Super Sunday, Killer Emery, Augusta Kate, uh, Mick Jazz. One of my one of those trains that you talk about, Demo, and Swamp Fox in there. You do think it's a two horse race in fairness? Yeah, yeah. It definitely is. Okay. Yeah. The, the Drim Moor, one of my favourite races, actually, of the early part of every national hunt season. And uh, it looks to me a horse that I'm very excited about for this year over fences. Death Duty will have a penalty kick in the Drim Moor. Would you agree? Yeah, 100%. Uh, Raffinden Luck is a very good horse. And if he bounces back to his hurdle form, he could well go close here. But he still uh, he still has it all to do. I want to see Death Judy just jump his fences a bit cleaner, Dean. He's, he's a horrible, ugly shape thus far, jumping them. And I really want him... Um, he just clambers over them. He just looks horrific. He, he looks like though. me if I was jumping something. Yeah, he and um, he has the class. He, he He's everything on board. And if he, if he sorts out his jumping, Dean, he's... Uh, very hard to beat going forward for the rest of the season would you be taking 8-13 to 13 about death duty in this race Chris no you can't have a bet at that price it'd be rarely well, I'd never have a bet at, at 4-7 to seven or anywhere around there usually but um, maybe in a multi but uh, the one I'm looking forward to seeing my old friend is running there Snow Falcon uh, so he his chasing debut a couple of weeks ago jumped very fairly well actually uh, didn't like the didn't like the hurdles but for some reason seems to like the fences a bit more so I think Dermot has said before that sometimes they get a bit more respect for them when they're a little bit bigger but um, I'd be looking forward to it you won't win it now but uh, I'd look forward to seeing them run uh, but yeah that duty for me as well but no bet at 4-7 to seven or 1-2 to two or there's, whatever price it goes off yeah I think that's fair I mean there's probably an error in death duty isn't there and when, yeah. when maybe when he I don't know, a bit more, bit more batting practice. He'd probably be the superstar of this division, and he's priced as if he already is. Yeah. So I'd, I'd rather, if I'm, if I was having a go at a four to six, four to seven shot, I'd much rather be on the flat and not have the question mark of what's going to happen if he hits one. Frankel, yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> you ever get four to seven about Frankel? What? Maybe on debut, would you? Might have, yeah. Nice yeah. price. Yeah, yeah. Nice, price. nice. Shrewdies. Shrewdies. Yeah. Um, okay, so, I Half mean... Half time in out of max. Yeah. <laughs> on Frankel, of all horses. Put it in back Frankel and David. Congratulations, <laughs> Demo. Well done. Well done. I mean, everybody was on, obviously. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's that's a nice way to, you know, fairy ask to Frankel. That's some that's some segue. Yeah. Uh, so, fairy ask going to be very informative. Perhaps not the best betting card for everybody. Apart from Fire Apple's from Jade, it. if you get seven to four, and if early doors turns up as well, a twelve to one, oh. um, absolutely, well, Apple, absolutely smash. Yeah, Apple's Jade at seven to four seems just seems too big for me. If it's there, like we need to stop making this podcast, go find out if it's there, and uh, yeah. 
and, yeah, and, yeah. and away we go. Said there were some interns yeah. to run. And away we go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, it, this is the Race Hour podcast, of course, brought to you with our friends at BetBright. Chris Reed, Dermot Nolan and Dean Ryan in studio. I need some naps. So we do something from both tracks in that we've looked at the two main meetings of the weekend. Um, Newbury, Demo, you go first. Yeah, absolutely no problem. My, my nap at Newbury would be Whisper at 9 to 1, Dean. And if he runs um, early doors at 12 to 1 in the Royal Bond. Okay, you've gone for one from each, thank you. Uh, uh, Newbury and Fairy House, Chris. Yeah, Air Horse one for me. Uh, we'll, we'll, the form's good enough there. Uh, as I said, a bit worried about the weight. We're going for it here if we can get an each way price of about 9 to 2, hopefully 9 to 2, 5 to 1. Um, uh, you can say Apple's Jade. Yeah, I, I really like Apple's Jade if it's going to be 7 to 4. Actually, I like Apple's Jade if it's going to be 5 to 4. So if it's seven to four, then I definitely like it. So, um, yeah, I'm happy enough to go with Apple's Jade and Air Horse One. Okay, I'm with I'm with everybody. I think on Apple's Jade, I think it looks the standout bet on the Fairy House card at those prices, yeah. even if it is shorter, as Chris says. Um, um, you know, Southfield Royale in the in the in the Labrit Trophy has to be on my list. Yeah. But Charlie Parks and Tommy Silver look very solid at Newbury for me. So. They'll be the ones carrying my colours over the weekend. Generally, they get carried and stuck in the mud and pulled up. But let's hope for a bit yeah. better this weekend. Hopefully they're, as, hopefully, they're not as sick as you are today, Dean. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. The best. I'm flying. I'll be at Fairy House wrapped up like a, an Eskimo on Sunday. Very good. Thanks, He'll lads. Like the Michelin man, won't he? He will, yeah. Well, I do anyway. Thank you, boys. <laughs> Thank Cheers, you, All the best. Thank you.